Love Talk Radio. Hey, hey, hey. You're tuned in to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee, where we talk about all things sex, relationships, intimacy, sex, love, and hey, more sex. Because, honey, around here, it ain't your mama's talk. Sex Talk. I am your host, Monica Lee. Happy Hump Day. I hope all of y'all are humping your brains out today and every day for that matter. Because <laughs> you know me, everybody needs to be doing that and having fun and embracing their sexuality and embracing all that wonderful greatness. So, um, hello, August. Can you believe it? We are in August already. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Because I am not a summer girl. I, this morning I was walking my dog, Elvis Presley, and I could already, I'm so sensitive. I, I could already smell the chemical reaction in the leaves that are going to start turning here pretty soon. And it was absolutely intoxicating with that aroma. Next to a man that smells delicious. Oh, Lord Jesus. Color me pink. And slap my butt, because y'all know me. I love a man that smells good. Climbing like a tree at the grocery store if I could. Jeez, somebody stop me. So, <laughs> I'm getting a little bit clamped here already. Um, so, tonight, we are talking about being multi-orgasmic and loving it. And I have my very, very special guest, my fairy goddess, Renee who is the author of What Your Mama, the Bible, Born, Never Taught You About Sex. How you doing over there, girlfriend? Hey, Monica. I, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm not doing as good as I was last month when, when we had our little show. I'm, I'm not floating in a pool with moonshine with a naked man, but, you know, life is yeah, good. That was fun. That, we had a nice show the last time. Sure. We were talking about... Sexual addiction versus high sex drives, and I was jealous because you were over in that cement pond, and you were you did well, did you have your feet rubbed? You had something something was rubbed. Your shoulders, your feet, something, and it was a naked man yeah, in the it, pool. It, it, it happened. It just it just like it just happened. Yeah, you know, I was driving out in the country, and I realized it was time to. You know, do the radio show, and I just stopped at somebody's house and asked them if they'd mind if I, you know, sit for a spell and call in and do my radio show because I couldn't do it driving. And man, I tell you, there were some friendly folks there in the country. Isn't it that how it? That's just how it's supposed to be. I mean, be free and hey, you know, it went in Rome. Do as the Romans, get in the cement pond and have you some moonshine. I got my Long Island iced tea minus the Long Island. What you got going over there? Oh, you know I got me something, something. I got <laughs> some satsuma, satsuma rum. You know me, Monica. I can't do I can't do this show without having me a little something. I got satsuma, 
Rom, have y'all have you have you been hearing about that Satsuma Rom? No. What is that? Do you know what Satsumas are? Yes. Okay. Well, they got real smart and they got Satsumas and they they made it with rum and so they got now Satsuma Rum. So I'm drinking Satsuma Rum, a, a little bit of vodka with. Um, Throw some of my special iced tea. So I guess we got a little something in common. I got some iced tea in there somewhere. Well, there you go, baby. There you go. So I always love when you are on the show with me because we always seem to manifest us some quite unique callers. So with that being said, the phone lines are open if you want to call in and chit-chat with us, say hello, you know. Shoot the shit. I just got one. I just got one request. If 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 we could keep some of our little special folks, if they don't mind waiting to the end, so they don't take up my energy while we're talking about all these multi orgasms, and, and just wait to the end till they till they call in. And, and oh, so, I know because sometimes they just yeah, we we get so involved with them, blessing their little hearts and whatnot. But, so. If you want to call in and say hello, ask your questions, you can call in and uh, wait on hold, and we'll pick you up towards the end and, and give you some time to speak. Number is 646-668-2164. I already got people messaging me saying uh, with their questions because they're too shy. There's, you know, around here, it ain't your mama's talking. There is no time to be shy. Ain't nobody got time nope. for that. So, being multi-orgasmic and loving it, you know, it's like I said, yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus, and yes, you can have more than one type of orgasm, and not only that, but you can be multi-orgasmic, and that just blows people's minds, because they don't understand the concept of being multi-orgasmic. I mean, some people can't even wrap their brains around, you know, getting past that. 30 seconds of, if even 30 seconds. Because, well, the number one thing, and, and we'll start with the, with the men first, okay? And it's it, it's because the with men, it's how they define their, their orgasm. And it's always, you know, um, male orgasm equals ejaculation. Exactly. So so when they're hearing about the multi-orgasmic male, you know, they're going, they're thinking like they have multiple ejaculations. And so, you know, they're all excited when, you know, they think they're going to learn to have, you know, multiple ejaculations. But the multi-orgasmic male it has nothing to do with the ejaculation. It has to do with the number of times that they have an orgasm. Now, I've probably lost a couple of folks on that one, I think. Mm-hmm. Probably, but it's okay. And, you know, once, yes, once, and, and, and usually when I sit there and I talk about that, and I had a discussion the other day with a man who was like, well, you know, I make sure my girl gets hers. 
because, you know, I can only have one orgasm. And I sat there and I stopped him and I said, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> what you, what do you, what do you, you can only have one orgasm. Well, you know, I, I, it, I can only have that ejaculation once. I just looked at him, and I put my hand on his hand, and I said, well, you know, orgasm is energy, and you don't even necessarily have to have an ejaculation to have that orgasm. Blew his mind. He wanted to take me for a drink. <laughs> and, then when you, and, then, and then when you tell him, in most cases, not always, not always, but in most cases, when a man is at his heightened orgasmic state, when he, when he's so far into that orgasmic state that he can reach out and slap those orgasmic clouds, in most cases, not always, he's going to have a semi-erection or no erection at all. Then they really go like, well, why, how, why? I don't understand. And that gets back to understanding what an orgasm is because we, they, we've always, both men and women, have always, always, since we know anything about them little birds and bees, we've been, talk, we've been taught that the male orgasm equals the ejaculation. And, guys, that's not true. That's just one of the top, one of the way, one of your orgasms, you're capable of having many different types of orgasms, but these whole body, inner body orgasms are so powerful and so intense um, that you don't know where anything starts, stops, or finishes because you truly do go into this whole body, you know, orgasmic state. And, um, it's something that, you know, very few men actually get the opportunity to experience. It is. And once they can get out of their head, literally, figuratively, metaphorically, hypothetically, all those, once you can get out of your head and stop holding yourself back, guess what, baby? Boom. Like a boss. You can become multi orgasmic and you just let those waves just flow through you you know there's there's a, a lot of people beg to differ about being multi-orgasmic and you know they'll say oh well you know you you have people out there who who, who will argue well if you're multi-orgasmic you know I'm not multi-orgasmic if I have you know if they're minutes apart they're not contractions y'all we're not counting how many minutes apart you are to see if you're going to have a baby or whatever <laughs> we always have to make things so difficult and so technical and just let it flow you know because yes you can have orgasms that are sequential and you're just riding that wave over and over and over and over again and it's so wonderful and it's so beautiful and so fucking mind-blowing when you can achieve it with your partner and it's just wave flowing from him to her, from him to her. And, and, and you're just shuddering in each other's arms and you got the penis in the vagina or maybe, maybe not. Doesn't even have to be that way. You can be in yab yum 
and you just line up those chakras. That right there is some powerful. That's just powerful right there. And because uh, how do I know that has it, it's possible? Been there, done it, got the tattoo. Uh, you know, because I got a tattoo, but I I got me a, a I think I got a T-shirt that I had. <laughs> <laughs> And right now I got somebody messaging me, what is Yab Yum? Yab Yum. <laughs> I want to see that tattoo. Oh, baby, you wish. <laughs> what uh-huh. you understand is, and, and you kind of hit on this, is an orgasm, it, it's not a one-time thing. I say, and, and I use the, the, the phrase all the time, the orgasmic state. It's yes. not the orgasm isn't a one-time boom deal. That's not the orgasm. It's not the zero to 60 and point zero, zero, zero second, which is what, you know, we're, it, the orgasm is, a, you know, and, and I tell people, and I have some people I work with, they look at me like they ain't no way. I always say, you know, I've kept my partners and some of the clients that I had worked with just using my hands, my hands and just, you know, working the chakras. I can flip mm-hmm. into a whole body, inner body orgasmic state for 45 minutes to over an hour where they just ride these waves. That's what exactly. I refer to as riding a wave. Once you exactly. have that one go through your body, the other one's right behind it. And we have to, and I say we, you know, both men and women, because women are there pulling on the pud, trying to get the ejaculation, you know, to have the orgasm. And it's when women understand that, you know, that is not necessarily what fulfills your partner. But we're programmed that way that as long as a man has an ejaculation, he's satisfied. And that's not the truth. No, it's not. And, you know, like you, you know, in in our practice, you know, to me, it, it it's like I'm waving my hands over that body, and I am, you know, in in that energy field within six inches of their, you know, their lingam or their, you know, any part of their body, and they can start to feel my hand over them, and that orgasmic energy. I start to like draw it out, pull it out, move it shape it, form it for them, and it's like my hands are orchestrating this beautiful orgasm within, you know, that person right there, and they don't even know what's going on, but that's the beauty of being in that orgasmic state, and I know a lot of people, and I've touched on this before, um, where you you could be in a room, I mean, uh, case in point, I'm going to just say it, y'all know me, shoot me, whatever, turn it down, whatever, you know, music for me is very orgasmic, in particular, my beloved Depeche Mode, I swear I'm going to have that man on my show one day, talking about music and sex, the ultimate, the ultimate show for me, Um, but, you know, you can have people at a venue or whatever, and, you know, music is on, and you start to feel sexy, and then the next thing you know, it's like that energy starts to flow and you know maybe you make it to the car for the ride home maybe you don't but you start to awaken that orgasmic energy 
And the mm-hmm. same thing when you're with your partners, you know, you start to awaken. And, and girls, I know last thing you want to do is put your hand on your man's cock, his lingam, his loved one, his sparkler, and sit there and give him a hand job. Because maybe you've had a long day and you don't want to do anything. And you're just going through the motions and, you know, rubbing one off for him or he wants you to go down and you just your mouth hurts, you don't want to do it, you're tired, you want to go to bed, whatever. You're not into it. Well, how in the hell do you expect him to be into it if you're not into it? Or maybe it, let's flip let's flip it. Maybe you want him to go down on you or whatever and, and he's not feeling it, so you're not gonna feel it. And then it starts this whole argument, whatever. But when you let yourself go and you allow that orgasmic state to come in, it ain't going to matter if you're tired or not because those orgasms are just going to start flowing through you. A lot of times we don't give ourselves permission. Right. You know, why do we have to give ourselves permission to be orgasmic? One, because if we are orgasmic, we are then slutty or sex-crazed or whatever the case may be. And a lot of people, you know, um, they they bring their ego into it too. Yeah, I can make my girl come like this or like that, you know. And, you know, we've got to remove all that bullshit mm-hmm. and, and, and be able to touch those orgasmic clouds. I remember one time I was um, on vacation and <laughs> it was a funny story. I was on vacation, and I, I was standing there talking to a guy, and he was very scientific. He was Bill Nye, the science guy type, and didn't believe in being multi-orgasmic and, you know, doesn't think there's such a thing as Tantra. You know, it put the penis in the vagina and create some friction, hit the right spot, and boom, you have an orgasm. Maybe you impregnate her, maybe you don't. It was very monotone, very whatever. And so I'm talking to him, and um, he's just like, yeah, I, I, whatever. I, I don't believe in that. So I'm, <laughs> you know, doing my thing and talking to him and, you know, raising my voice a bit and lowering it and, you know, kind of getting him a little turned on with, with my voice. And um <laughs> I'm standing next to him. I wave my hand from the top of his head. Not, I didn't touch his body, not at all. But I waved my hand from the top of his head down past the lingam, and his body just started to shudder. I mean, literally. Yes, there was a wet spot, I'm pretty sure. I I know there was. And he's like, what's happening to me? And I put my arm around him, and I said, you're having an orgasm. Enjoy it. Embrace it. And, 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 yes, they are real. You don't have to put the penis in the vagina. You know, I have brought you to an orgasmic state just by talking to you and letting you feel that energy, and I'm moving it with my hands without touching you. Mm-hmm. And a lot that yeah. blows people's minds right there because and, you, know, you, don't, and know, you don't want yourself to know. About you know men and in reaching this 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 
uh, orgasmic state where we talk about, and of course, I'm sure we've got the guys out there, you know, Googling and trying to figure it out. Guys, you're not going to Google it and read about it and figure it out. I'm sorry. The books that are out there, I had one poor client that was so determined. He got the book and he was following the book. Now, this is a true story. I want, I, you know, you know me, Monica Lee. I, I wouldn't tell. Stories. I love to listen to your stories. It's a true story. So he didn't know he'd come out to the Rosemary and young fella and everything, and he was a yoga instructor, and, and he didn't think he was going to find a, 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 a tantra coach out in the, in, the, in the country, you know, here. And so we started talking about tantra, and he said, he, when he found out I taught, he goes, oh, my gosh, he goes, I got all these books, he said, and I was really trying. He says, and I was doing everything that the books told me and, and pulling my energy up and pulling and pulling and pulling. Look, this is a true story. He, that boy down pulled so much of his energy up or tried to pull so much energy up, he pulled his testicle up inside of him. What? Oh, my goodness. Oh, <laughs> so guys, don't get out there and get them books and start trying to figure out how to do this because Monica Lee and I, if you hang in with us, we're going to explain it. Probably we can't do it in this show, but we'll have a follow-up show, and we're going to explain it step-by-step step how you are actually able to do this, okay? And most of the time, I mean, the books, they don't make sense in and they all tell you to count to nine. Now, I don't know where they come with that number, but any book you read on any of this, they tell all the guys, do a, a, a number, a, a count to nine and hold this, hold that. You can't count to nine because if you count to nine, that means you're in your head. And in order to do what we're telling you to do, you have to move out of your head and into your body. Because when you learn to move out of your head and into your body in sex, that's when the magic happens. That's when you can have these orgasmic um, experiences that last 45 minutes and over an hour that your whole body just shakes in an orgasm for an extended period of time. And I want to add one thing, and now I want to turn it back over to you, because we're talking about the guys, and the women are sitting out there going like, wait, now, now what's in it for me, Okay. Now, here's, here, here, here was my like, little moment, okay, when I got to go in with this. And, you know, guys, and, and, I, and I love you, we love you, and, and y'all are so focused on that little bitty little hot spot down there called the clitoris. Yeah. Y'all give it you got because you know, you know, by golly, you can get an orgasm out of us. With that clitoris, but it's like you're so focused on that that you you leave out the rest. The most powerful orgasm that I've ever experienced in my entire life, and I've had some good ones. Not only were they not touching my yoni, they were not even touching my my body. They just had their hands oh. above my body. And I truly had the most powerful orgasm I've ever experienced, and their hands weren't even on my body. I kid you not. 
Oh my God! Look, I'm in the sickness. I don't even smoke. You been there? You been there? I've been there. I oh my. I'm a, yeah. Maybe I shouldn't say this on air, but fuck it, I am. My back is highly sensitive, and I always, maybe self-consciously, half self-consciously, when I'm getting tattooed on my back because that's where my my tattoos are, and I got a tattoo on Saturday. <laughs> You want to talk about an orgasm? Oh my God, it was orgasmic. But some of the I know I do it on purpose just because you know I have I'm single, so it's like fuck it, put a tattoo on me, let me have an orgasm. (laughs) You didn't holler and scream in the tattoo shop, did you? No, I didn't. But the very let me tell you, the very first time I did get my very first tattoo when I was de-virginized, as you know, my I was no longer a tattoo virgin. It was right in the middle of my spine, at, towards the top, but it was in the middle, and I, I completely forgot about it. So here's this man. He's you know standing behind me, and he's you know drawing everything out on my back, and, and I just started to shudder. He goes, "Um, are you okay?" I kept my composure, but I was fully orgasmic at that point. And by the time he drew everything out, stenciled me, whatever, and I'm now hunched over another chair, and he is, you know, putting all these needles in my back to permanently ink my body, it was very difficult for me to sit there. and And it wasn't because of the pain, but it was... It's highly erotic, but I have been where you are, where I have had the most insane orgasms. I said orgasms, uh, yes, plural, by a man just standing behind me and not even touching me. And yes, he was my lover at the time. And he just, you know, he he, he knew my hot spots. He knew exactly where to go on my back. And I was laying face down, did not touch me, had no penetration, fully clothed the whole nine. Oh, yeah, baby. It was intense, insane, totally blew my mind. But I already knew that, you know, I can be multi-orgasmic. I can be orgasmic because I am open to that because I gave myself permission a long time ago to enjoy each and every one of those bad boys orgasms that is and uh <laughs> yes it was it, it's amazing so when I I rarely go to have a massage done one because I, I already know what what I'm gonna need to come home take a cold shower and I, I don't want to ruin the effects of the massage so maybe one day I'll have that little special someone that will <laughs> do that again because I was the good shit right there <laughs> So, and you might I don't know what kind of tattoo parlors close here in, in you know my neck of the woods, but it got to be one open. I might go get me one when I get done with this radio show. I think you should. It's a fine line between pleasure and pain, darling. I love. I was posting about that on Saturday. And, you know, I was very vague about it. Because earlier in the day, I had said something about, you know, there's a fine line. There's something quite delicious about uh, pleasure and pain. So okay. that was my first indication. You, that want I, my, you want me to get my little, my little, my little say-so on this? 
Yeah, it goes back. It goes back to what we're talking about um, on the you know multi orgasmic and in these whole body inner body orgasms, and part of it, it, the pain might be part of it, but the main thing is because when you're having that tattoo, okay, and and everything, you have to come to that place of surrender. Oh, yeah. I mean. You have to come to that place of surrender. And, and that's the same thing when we talk about Tantra. And, you know, and I, I tell people, you know, it, it's not that you're surrendering to the individual. It's not that you, you're you surrendering to the – we're going we're gonna to bring this little tattoo man in here. It's not that you're surrendering to the tattoo man, Um more important, it's the, the the moment, but greater than that, it, it it's kind of like surrendering to what you feel. And that's the same thing because when we have sex, we never allow ourselves to truly feel because we're always in a state of performance. You've got to perform. You've got to do something for the other one. And it's like... You give to her for five minutes. She gives to you for two. You give to her for three. She gives to you for seven. And we get in this ping pong match. Mm-hmm. And when you it's a total surrender that, you know, I, I used to have these pajama bottom pants. I don't know. Somebody stole them things from me when I was in New Orleans, and, and I wish I had them. But I had these pajama bottom pants, and it said it's all about me because you learn that. There you in, in Tantra, you always designate going in who is the giver and who is the receiver. And in our whole lives, we both try to give and receive at the same time, and it just don't work. You can't both give and receive. So, you know, always denote going in who's the giver and who's the receiver. And if you are the receiver, you need to do exactly that. Receive, receive, and, and you know I have a lot of people talking about being a rece- you know to receive. Everybody wants to say I I I I'm a giver, I'm a giver. Oh yeah. You know what, baby? Let me tell you something. Let me let me tell you a little something. Something. You are go. I, I'm a giver too. But if you are if you're a giver, I'm a giver. Who's going to be receiving? And it becomes this pissing match almost and a, a struggle for power almost. But you are robbing me of my blessing, of my orgasm, of more, my orgasmic state if you don't allow me to give to you so that you can receive. And it took me a hot minute. Oh, yes, it took me a hot minute a long time ago to figure out how to be a receiver. In mm-hmm. every aspect, uh, you know, to, yep. even to receive a compliment, I've learned to just say thank you, thank you very much. Yep. Um, and especially in the bedroom, because you know everybody's got these mad skills, and you want to be the one to please. But when you surrender that ego, and and this is what I, <laughs> when I'm, and here we're gonna get a little, a little bit more than um, PG-13 rated here. But when I, but it's my show, I can do what the fuck I want. But when I'm Talking to women. Turn off now. You can't listen anymore. When um when I'm talking to women and 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 I'm telling them, you know, they're like, I'm gonna get me mine. 
whatever, whatever, because he never lets me get mine. I'm like, you know, you got to surrender that ego. You got to let go of that ego. And and you got, you have to, if you're going to be the giver, do it, be the giver. And, and, mm-hmm. but when you are being the giver, especially when it comes to oral sex, I'm just going to put you that as the example. Um, when, um, you surrender to him and you are now in control because you are in control of how you're going to make him feel. You've taken your ego out of it. Some of the best orgasms on top of the one from my back have been through giving that oral pleasure to my lover, you know, that I was, you know, in a relationship with because pleasing him pleased me. And again, that, orgasmic energy that was flowing through him started to flow through me there was no penetration on my part there was no I mean you know that he was doing to me it was my focus on him and it was absolutely magical because he's like how are you having an orgasm doing that because it flowed from you to me and I took my ego out I you allowed me to be the giver you were the receiver and and it just flows, you know. And, and hey, you had an orgasm. I had an orgasm. Let's call it a day. Let's have some tacos and some chocolate cake and keep on rolling. Yeah, and I I think that we need to identify too and and understand where the orgasm comes from. You know, I've had couples come to me. I've had, you know, uh, some of them that you know they drug their partners into me and, you know, throw, throw her down and, you know, in the consultation chair and said, she's a non-orgasmic, she's non-orgasmic. I've done everything and and, and she can't have an orgasm and blah, 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 blah. And, and, you know, the, 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 the wife or the girlfriend, the partner just looks at me and you could tell, I mean, she just feels really bad, like, oh, my gosh, I'm like, I'm, I don't know what's wrong with me. And then I will do just mainly a clearing and I will do an energy session. And all I do is cup the root chakra and Mm -hmm. reach up and touch the heart. And this woman will fall out and an I mean, her body will shake, rattle, roll, she'll scream and holler, and you'd think that they was she was having major, you know, intercourse, and none of that is going on, and they'll go, what the heck did you just do? I've been trying to make this woman have an orgasm for four years, and, you know, I haven't even made direct contact with that woman other than cupping her, her root chakra and reaching up and touching her heart and she just goes so what facilitates that I'm asking you guys mm-hmm. you know? we think not we you y'all think that the only way to get us to have an orgasm is to stimulate our clitoris or to take us to pound town, 
Man, you're going to rock our world. You're going to rock our world. And we're just going to. Better gonna... does not always mean better, darlings. It's like I tell you, you got to hump with a purpose, but you don't always have to go so fast and so hard. Gosh darn it. Okay, go ahead. I just need to say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so it's when you learn, guys, to really tune in to and understand that everything for us, for our orgasms, it's not necessarily right down there between our legs like you think. You know, believe it or not, I've when I've worked with non-orgasmic women, I have been doing energy work and I have touched their steps. And these women just start screaming, hollering, shaking and everything. And when I take and hold their hips, Mm-hmm. You know, I can touch their knee. I can touch a. I can. I've touched a man's knee, and he he went into orgasmic state. I was so, just gonna say, yeah. We, we need to out of it. We need to get out of our head that in order for us to have an orgasm, we need to be stroking that lingam, or or that yoni, because that's not how it works. Exactly. And, and yet, even when, you know, in, you know, when I'm doing um, my Tantra sessions, you know, he said me, I had a man, you know, he already had achieved multiple, multiple orgasms um, face down and I was working his shoulders and he had so much tension in his shoulders that he was already being, becoming multi-orgasmic as, he was releasing that stress and flipped him over, you know, and I'm, I touched his ears and he went right back at it. So yes, if, and this is how we are taught and this is how we are, are groomed and trained to think penis in the vagina, love wand in, you know, in the 4th of July, the sparkler in the 4th of July, you know, it, that's the only way to be orgasmic. But, men, if you sit there with your woman and without any intention of making her have an orgasm and you explore her body from head to toe, you will find more spots in her body that will you can trigger um, just by touch, by breath, whatever, without penetration. By just allowing her to be present and in that moment. And there's no pressure on you to perform. There's no pressure on her to have an orgasm or fake one, whatever she, you know, has to do at that moment. Because I get a lot of women who have to fake it um, just because. And, and that just breaks my heart. When I hear that people are faking orgasms, I, I, I it it just breaks my heart because it shouldn't be that way. And I always, you know, I, I like, like when, what's I that? Like, I, I'd like to do, we need to do a show on faking orgasm. In fact, I'm claiming it right now for our next, our oh, next, let's, do let's do our next, next month's show, faking orgasms. Cause I've got, yeah, it goes both ways there. Okay. Anyway, oh, so keep going. Oh, that's the newest trend now is, Men that uh, it's it's up there right along with ghosting, yeah. 
that it, it, it's there's so much that goes into men faking their orgasms. Let's keep on these, keep on these multi-orgasms, and then we'll, we'll do yeah, that. We'll, we'll do that at the beginning of September. So okay. you know, when, when we let ourselves go, and we allow our lover, our partner, to explore our body, because you know, a lot of women think that there's just that clitoral orgasm. No. Or they think that they're not even having an orgasm because they didn't have one like in the movies and squirting across the wall. God, I hate that word. I hate it. It's like nails on the chalkboard for me. But they think Mm -hmm. that they didn't have that actual gush of whatever, that that wasn't an orgasm. And the whole time, they really are having clitoral orgasms. It's not a G-spot orgasm. Um, but it is an, an orgasm, you know, there's anal orgasms, there's nipple gasms, there's elbow gasms. I've already proved there's a back gasm. I know heart gasms. I eat good food and my mouth is yelling and screaming and shuddering because I had some great chocolate cake and it's having, a, I'm having this yeah. orgasm in my mouth. <laughs> Yeah, 
people didn't so, believe me. Nobody believed me. Yeah. Well, you know, when I work with couples, and I love, 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 love working with couples and helping them reconnect that maybe they haven't had orgasms in a hot minute because they sleep in separate bedrooms or they aren't connected or too shy to say anything. And, and, and so when I start to, you know, just listen to them and, and give them their homework and I put them in the yab yum, which I didn't, I had somebody ask me that question. What exactly is yab yum? Yab yum is when the man is sitting cross-legged and the, the woman, the female, the partner is literally sitting in his lap facing him and all of those chakras are aligned with him. Maybe he's penetrating you. Maybe he's not. But once you start firing off those, those chakras, Lord have mercy, and, and you're open and he is inhaling your exhalation and, and, and you get that cycle flowing and you get it going. And please, when I hear people holding their breath when they're trying to um, have an orgasm, and, and they're like, I can't reach orgasm. That's the first thing I ask them. Are you holding your breath? Well, yes. Don't do it. You are shutting off the life force to that orgasm. Orgasms feed off of oxygen, darling. So keep breathing. Put your tongue to the roof of your mouth and keep breathing. But when I'm, you know, and, and these couples, this one couple, I'll never forget, I worked, I was in tears. I, I was just. In, in tears because it was so beautiful and so magical. They had not been able to connect with each other. They hated each other's guts. They were on the verge of divorce. And and I just wanted them to to acknowledge each other. And so I had them sit in the abium position. And, yeah, they were closed. But something started to spark. Something started to, to get going. That little flame started to grow. And she held on to him for dear life. He held on to her for dear life. And me, the psychic that I am, you know, I could see things. I'm looking at those chakras just firing and matching up. And magic happened. She's breathing for him. He's breathing for her. Who knows who's breathing what? But it was so magical. And I'm standing or I'm walking around them in circle and holding space and, you know, waving my hands around them. And it was just like, again, this orchestra for them. And it was, we stood there, or I stood there for a good 30 minutes. And I had tears just falling. You, you know, I, I tend to get emotional. Remember when I trained with you and I was sitting there? <laughs> I had tears in my eyes. <laughs> I was bawling my eyes. So, yeah. you know, it's beautiful when I can see couples connect on that deeper level and they can have, I'm fixing to get emotional right now because just thinking about it, although yes, the orgasms are nice to have, it is not the end all be all if it doesn't happen. The, to have that union is to connect. To have that union, again, I can feel the tears welling up in my eyes because we lose sight of that. We lose sight of just connecting. People think they're just going to have sex just to be physical because they're bored. The game is over. They got home. They're, they made it home safely. You know, maybe a little bit intoxicated. Let's fuck. Let's have sex. Let's make love. Whatever you want to call it. And 
it, 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 it's just to put the penis in the vagina. But when you can look at it from an aspect of, I want to connect with you. I missed you today. I couldn't wait to come home to you today. I couldn't wait to feel you at the end of the day. It's not so much that I'm going to make you have this orgasm or not. When you take all of that pressure and expectation out and throw it out the window and you just connect, you can have an orgasm laying next to each other, holding hands and just being present and in the moment and allowing your body to feel his body next to yours and vice versa. And that's how you start to awaken that energy. And probably most of you people have had these, you know, have been multi-orgasmic and didn't even know it. You didn't even know what was going on because you were thinking, oh, that can't be that because the penis wasn't in my vagina. My penis, you know, his penis wasn't in my vagina, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, I, I want to encourage people to just take out all of that pressure and just allow your body to feel everything. You know, today I was, I was invited to do another show. I was interviewed on another show and it was more about my journey and where I've come from and everything that I've been through in my life and how I got to this point. And one did of the you talk things, about me, Monica? I sure did. I sure did. I sure did. You were all up in there. <laughs> and because, you know, I always got to give you, I always got to thank the universe and give gratitude for bringing me to Renee in, uh, in New Orleans. But one of the things that I said was I gave myself permission a long time ago to be, to feel everything. I am an active participant in my life. So, yes, I, if, if there's orgasms out there to have and pleasure to be had within my body, then, yeah, I'm going to make sure I'm going to feel it all. And, you know, to feel every wave because it's not the sex that gives the pleasure. It's the lover. And ecstasy is your birthright. So, because we are sexual beings. A lot of times we forget, we lose sight of that. We are sexual beings. So, you know, once you start to let go and and you can start to tap in to that energy, I I always, I I had one client after this, you know, we're down the last 10 minutes and we'll, we'll see if anybody wants to call it or say anything. But I had a client one time and it was a long distant client. And he didn't think, you know, he was like, there's no such thing as spontaneous orgasm or or whatnot. And I gave him a particular piece of music to listen to. And I said, I want you to lay completely still. I, I don't want you to touch anything. I don't want you to do anything. I just want you to play this piece of music. And I'm going to trust you that this is what you're going to do. And he was like, nah, nah, that shit don't work, blah, blah, blah. He called me in tears and he said, it was as if the music made love to me. Told you. Mm -hmm. I told him, I was like, see, you allowed yourself to feel what was going on. He's like, everything, all my senses were heightened. 
Yes. Without yes. performance. We're so we're so performance based. I know. You know. And and that's where we start to have these issues with men and premature ejaculation. And it just starts all these this this whole roller coaster and just multitude of, of issues, premature ejaculation, um, erectile dysfunction, uh, sex drive dropping for women, and so many other things because we and then become performance anxiety. We, we talk about the, the deal, and one of the big, huge deals now is, is the men not actually even being able to ejaculate, and which, you know, a lot of men, oh, well, that's pretty cool, you know, especially if they have pre- but there's a lot of people now that, that are suffering from you know, not able to actually ejaculate yeah, exactly that's another yeah, video well, show yeah, that's a whole other 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 front porch show but it's yeah. it, it, it literally breaks my heart because it's it's like that domino effect of and you know this because you and I both work, you know, with men that have um, erectile dysfunction. You know, maybe when they were 16, they had their first sexual experience, sexual experience, and uh, maybe they had a little bit of premature ejaculation. They got it stuck in their head that, um, oh, now I, I've got performance anxiety. What if this happens again? So for you know, they basically mind fuck themselves and 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 blocked themselves all this time because of something that happened a long time ago. And women do it too. We may think, you know, well somebody called me a name or I had low self esteem a long time ago and we've carried that into our present. And we don't allow ourselves to fully uh, be orgasmic because, um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to read messages here while I'm talking. <laughs> I have one listener that's a bit shy. He doesn't want to talk, but it's okay. Next time we'll catch you. You can call in and, and talk and um, you can disguise your voice if you want. Um, so we tend to carry all of this. And we don't allow ourselves to feel anything. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've gone our entire life now without having these beautiful flow, this, this beautiful flowing of orgasmic energy. We put way too much pressure on ourselves. You I know. know. I know. We, we stay in our head and it's like, you know, earlier you got to move out of your head and into your body. And when you can learn to move out of your head and into your body during lovemaking or during having sex, they'll say, well, it's not lovemaking. I don't want to love her. I'm just, you know, I'm just having whatever. When you can move out of your head and into your body, that's when you will be places that very few people have ever gone. Exactly. And it's magical. And it's, so beautiful that you and I get to witness that sometimes, you know, with our client, not sometimes, when we work with, you know, the people that come into our practice. We get to witness that. And it's always so beautiful. It's like, fly, baby, fly. 
you know, spread those orgasmic wings and fly. And I mean, it, it's, yeah, I, mean, I could talk all day and all night on this. And I've got people saying we need, you know, you're almost over. Keep going, keep going. I wish, I, you know, we'll have to continue this show and talking about being multi-orgasmic. Good for next time. I don't even remember what it was, but it got me all excited there for a while. I think I might have had a, actually been having an orgasm. Oh, Lord, let me tell you, I just being, I, I, I mean, for me, again, I, I, I'm, I'm very in tune to my sexuality. I know, I, I know how to open myself up, but just to hear a, a man's voice. Oh, Lord, he could be talking, you know, like we were <laughs> talking earlier. He could be, because, you know, I'm sapiosexual. So you stimulate my mind and you stimulate the rest. So, you know, he could be talking about anything and everything. And I, I'm I'm already tuned in, so I'm having this mental orgasm. And it's turning me on just to hear him talk about whatever it is he's talking about. And if he smells good, oh, man. It, it, now my nose is having, you know, all this. <laughs> I'm just drunk. I'm I'm woozy from mentally being mentally stimulated. He is having his way with me and not even touching me, and 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 that's the good stuff. And I wish more people would be open to that because I, I swear we'd have world peace if everybody just had, you know, was open to being to opening their orgasmic self up. And and not shutting it off because again we have this preconceived notion that one orgasm is all we are allowed, and or men in particularly, you know, oh yeah, I can go for three hours. I just have to make sure I stop because I need to save it for that one big release. What in the actual hell are you talking about, buddy? Of course. He saves up, and I'm thinking, you don't wasted three hours of stop and go, stop and go, stop. Now, that's good to uh, to, to build it's up good. to, to but, but you could have had three hours of wave after wave after wave after wave of orgasmic energy flowing through you. Instead, you started, stop, started, stop for three hours. And they need our workshop. They need to come to our workshop, Monica. I know. We're down to the last minute and a half, and we are going to be having our workshop. Next one, Faking Orgasms. Yes. Well, next month, we are talking Faking Orgasms. Next week is the girls' night, and I'm going to continue what I was talking about last week on um, – What's love got to do with it? Can you have sex without love? Can you, you know, the, the whole, that was very powerful. And I had a lot of people calling that they wanted part two of that. So next week is the girls night. And that's what we're talking about. Week three with the boys. It's going to be fabulous. And the golden girls are coming back at the end of the month. So don't miss it. I hope everybody, I know we tapped here and there and everywhere else on being multi-orgasmic make sure you climb ladies i know i'm gonna say this real fast climb your man tonight make sure you climb on top of him and just to get it going you are in control of that g spot now he your control of that clitoral spot now you can have your 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 boobs touched have that nipple orgasm that's three right there for you sisters i want everybody to have an amazing delicious sensual fabulous night tonight. Thank you so much, Goddess Renee. I bow down to you for being on the front porch with me. 
And I love you tons. And I love everybody with my butt because it's so much bigger than my heart. Until next time, I'm probably yours.